This is the third and special season of The Last Seminary. As always, I'm James. Let's get to it. In this third season, we're doing something a little bit different. We're taking a break from interviewing people and talking about different topics of ministry from different experts in different fields what we're going to do is to see if we can guide you as a pastor if we can guide you through this transition time a lot of pastors take this time off this time during the year it's kind of after christmas after advent a long kind of race that you've had to run and now it's time to have some downtime and maybe even if you're up for it think about and reflect upon this past year and how it is you want to shape this coming 2021 year. We are, Pastoria is, a founding member of the hashtag OwnYourShift campaign. It's the national campaign to activate 750,000 faith-based innovators, change makers, entrepreneurs, and creatives over the next decade. Just to put it into real people's terms, we're trying to help People who are trying to make a difference uh, not shy away from the quote-unquote dangerous ideas that they have. Things that are a little bit more risky, that are a little bit more outside of the box. And to encourage them to pursue that, feel that they are not alone. And to experience some guidance into making those things happen. In this first episode, we're doing some quick thinking on what is exactly ministry technology. Because of the pandemic and the implications around the pandemic, many churches and pastors around the world, if you want to even say, have had to adjust how it is that they do ministry. If you are a part of a church that was used to doing everything in person, and you yourself have been kind of shying away from the live stream and video recording technology that has been available for the past decade or two, but nevertheless has not necessarily been a required part of your ministry repertoire, repertoire, then this probably was the year in which you either learned how to do it yourself or through the help of other people made it happen. Why? Because in some ways, a lot of our churches went into survival mode and a lot of our pastors did too. And what survival mode meant was how is it that we can keep on doing what we were doing before so that the money can continue to come in. Of course, the money continuing to come in is not the end goal per se. I mean, money is not the reason why we are in ministry. But without it, the way that we have configured ministry right now, we are just not able to do. And so that is a strong consideration that is a strong, uh, a key part of going into survival mode. And what we used was a lot of, let's say, camera technology, computer technology, internet technology, and also our social media networks. By the way, not built by the church, but now in use by the church for a long time. Uh, to make, quote-unquote, church happen. Specifically, to make worship happen. And a lot of people uh, like to say that when it comes to uh, technology, it's like the camera, the computer, the cables, the electric power from the electric electricity utility company and uh, Internet is quote unquote technology. Worship 
liturgy, preaching, offering even, benediction, uh, the call to worship, these kinds of things that we do, we, uh, for some reason in the church world, seldom call technology. And I think that that is actually a mistake or the inaccurate way of looking at things as they are now. Everything that we do in the church is a technology. It might even be the technology by which God somehow is able to provide or make available this thing called discipleship, this thing called faith, or whatever you want to call it. And if you actually want to get a little bit more specific about that, it's uh, worship and membership and small groups and Christmas pageants and committee meetings. Each of these things is a, if you want to call it that, piece of technology by which the church as an institution makes discipleship possible or offers discipleship, uh, makes it something that people are able to participate uh, in uh, as we have it today. It doesn't mean that it's always been this way. It doesn't mean that it has to be this way. It also doesn't mean it's the wrong way. It just means that that's the way that we have it configured right now. Each of those things is a technology. It's something that even though you don't necessarily have to plug it in anywhere, it is something that gets something from here to there or allows people to do uh, something that they uh, were not able to do without that kind of technology. And when we think about out, think about it that way, we have this kind of configuration in the tech world. They call it a stack, a tech stack. That is, what are the pieces of technology that you kind of need to line up as part of a combo. And you say that uh, it is through this combo of technology that someone is able to do something and it's worth something to somebody, right? So for example, if you're in a car, the tech stack might be uh, an engine uh, plus a steering wheel, tires, um, glass, uh, and so on and so forth. This combo of, of things uh, that allows the whole thing to work and allows for this thing called transportation, taking someone from one place to another, to take place. We got to ask ourselves, uh, first of all, pat ourselves on the back for a great job going into survival mode and making things happen. Even some of us even doing it even better than uh, survival mode in 2020, making worship happen online. Uh, and to be more specific, putting worship together um, as a video that would be broadcast over the internet uh, into the screens of people. That is the stack, right? So cam much like we just talked about the car, camera, the pastor, people, Bible, uh, songs, um, internet, and the social media network or wherever it was that we were broadcasting. This was a stack that we used. And for uh, all intents and purposes, uh, it was not bad. It made things happen. We should be fairly happy about that. Going into 2021... Uh, and the fact that we now have a vaccine, we may think to ourselves, hey, it's time to kind of let out a sigh and uh, see ourselves at the uh, uh, peak of this kind of mountain. It's time to go back downhill. Now, we've had our little mountaintop experience here, calling ourselves little Moseses. 
yes, some things were on fire, uh, but it uh, doesn't mean that things were destroyed, much like the bush, haha. <laughs> and uh, now it's time for us to kind of hang in there until everything is okay for us to go back to normal. Uh, I myself personally have heard of great success stories, some new members joining in certain churches that uh, were not used to streaming their worship services before, and so on and so forth. All of these things are good things. What we have to keep in mind at the same time is that pre-pandemic, we were still not in an industry or in a position, many of our churches, on an upward slope. And it would not be a logical thing. It would not make sense to me were we to say that we, because when, once we started doing a little bit of different things, things started going well, that now it's time for us to quit doing that and go back to doing something that didn't seem to be going so well, except for the people that we already had. That would not be a path for growth. And it seems that uh, if we are not careful, especially in this transition time, especially for those of us who are pastors, we will miss an opportunity to enter into a turning point. A point at which we say, you know what, if we kept going this way, then we'd have these results. We want to go that way so that we can see those results. And it does not mean always that we drop everything that we're doing right now and do something totally different. It just still has to mean, though, that we take a good look at our technology, our tech stack, our combo of things that we've put together to say that this is the configuration, this is the ecosystem, this is the environment that we are providing, this is how, uh, in order for you, uh, either you who is a quote-unquote member or you who is outside of the church, to experience how it is that we are defining discipleship in Jesus Christ. What we have to, uh, uh, closing now, uh, consider for a second is that uh, 2021 is starting and uh, it is easy for us to get a little bit of tunnel vision uh, in everything that we do. Why? There's no blame in it, uh, but we get tunnel vision when we keep on trying to do things better what we have been always doing. There's nothing wrong with doing something better. That's what we have to do, Uh, especially when we have to keep things going and It almost seems like that's the only thing that we can do. But we have to understand that ministry has a short-term view. It also needs to have a long-term view. And in the short term, we made it happen in 2020 with the combo that we have. In 2021, we're starting kind of a new decade, if you want to call it, or a new period in which, yes, the vaccine is coming. But the things that we have experienced in the pandemic and uh, the pandemic itself is likely not going to go away or disappear. And it may not even benefit us to going uh, back to what the quote-unquote church has always been. Is it possible for us to learn from this and do uh, even better? Is it possible for us to see this as a stepping stone to the next stepping stone? to see how many stones there might be and what might lead us to the other side of whatever body of water it is that we think that we're crossing. So that's what we're going to be doing. This is a little bit 
of an intro, we'll be talking about some specific things in the coming episodes. Well, it looks like this brings us to the end of this episode. Remember to keep following us or follow us or tell someone about us. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Pastoria.co. You can always contact me, James at Pastoria.co, especially if you're someone that needs a little bit of prayer or would just like some time to talk. And I always want to thank um, two people if you want to call that in particular one is uh, my co-founder god thank you god for co-founding pastoria with me and secondly of course is jane the special person in my life thank you jane without you this would not be possible either i'll see you next time for the next episode in the last seminary